what does resilience mean in Somaliland? What I have observed uh, here in Somaliland is that people are, are realistic, patient, and also persistent. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the NLN podcast. The NLN is the Nordic Leadership Network. We're a team of seven coaches, facilitators, speakers, and leaders. We help develop the leaders of today and tomorrow. We challenge teams to achieve high performance. We help companies to implement strategy and get stuff done so they can flourish and grow. Welcome to episode seven of the podcast series from the Nordic Leadership Network. I'm David Goddard and together with my colleague Nick Vertigans today, we're traveling from Finland to the Horn of Africa to discuss resiliency with Abdi Jama. Abdi is the CEO of Talent Ignition, a strategist, technologist and management consultant and his passion is for leadership development, strategic innovation and entrepreneurship. How are you today, Abdi? Hi, David and Nick. I am doing very well. And thank you for inviting me to join you on, on this episode. We're very, very happy to have you with us. And um, we're also very interested to know what you're doing in Hargeisa at the moment. Because we're used to seeing you in Helsinki. What are you doing in um, Somaliland? I came to Hargeisa, Somaliland, on 16th of February for two projects, Somaliland Leadership Development Initiative and, and uh, Young Entrepreneurs Development Initiative. These two projects and um, the first project is actually the one which is currently um, progressing and uh, it's about developing about 3,000 leaders in the civil service of Somaliland, and uh, that was the reason I came. I came here, and when I finished my assignments, uh, I couldn't come back to Helsinki because of the lockdown and um, and uh, you know the restrictions of travel. Um, so our theme today is resilience, and um, very interesting. We like to hear a bit more about those two projects. Um, in, in a moment. But first of all, do you describe um, Somaliland as, as resilient? Yes, I would say so, because um, this um, nation has, uh, has been under pressure for 30, over 30 years, and um, they, they continue to function and, uh, you know, uh, and, and live as a nation. I mean, Somaliland hasn't been recognized as, a, as an independent country and um, that limited um, many, many things that other, other nations enjoy, like, uh, you know, having relationships, uh, business relationships or intergovernmental relationships with other nations because this nation is not recognized. But uh, still they, they built a, a nation, they built a parliament, a government, a army, police and everything and uh, they are functioning and business you know many companies are doing very well here one of them which is a leading telecommunication company we 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 trained together here some years back is telesom and it's well well known all over the world and you know those those uh, success stories ha has happened in somaliland so we could say somaliland people are very really 
resilient before. I also heard in one of our podcasts earlier, podcast number two with Jarmo Swarmanen, um, the importance of setting limits. So Jarmo gave an example that he speaks to his managers for 15 minutes at the beginning of the day and 15 minutes at the end of the day. And in between, he leaves them alone. Um, he's available for them and he can talk to them. And I think that's a very good tip around building resilience um, and helping you to, to deal with the pressure is to not over-communicate, um, but to set those boundaries and communicate them to people. The second thing that I've heard um, around building resilience was from Jason Staines in the last podcast, where Jason ended that podcast by talking about self-compassion. And um, my, my tip there is give yourself a break. <laughs> so give yourself a break um, physically. Don't sit glued to the screen the whole time. Um, give yourself a break mentally, change what you're doing. And also give yourself a break emotionally that, you know, we all make mistakes, so maybe you should um, give yourself forgiveness, um, give yourself permission to set those boundaries, and um, give yourself time to accomplish what you need to do. What about you, Nick? What, to, uh, what comes to your mind when thinking about tips for you know, practical strategies, how to build resilience? Yeah, I think uh, your, your tips, David, were, were really good and extremely timely. Um, I, I guess the, the quality of our thinking right now is something that is really impacted. You know, right now, people are going through those kind of emotions and thoughts of maybe fear, fear of what's next, what's happening to me, what's going to happen to my job, what's going to happen to my bank balance. There's also this um, sense of loneliness that, that people may be feeling in, in isolation. Um, so I think it's I think it's really important for us to to be positive, to use humour, to to recover well. So think about that performance zone when we do our work and our best work, and think about that recovery zone when we can rest and sleep. And I think if we can focus on the recovery zone, then we could do better thinking. So with more recovery, uh, with more time, we can, we can think more clearly. And how we think and how we feel will help us to act in the right way. Hmm. So I hear that builds on what Abdi said, that it's about um, how you deal with the challenges ahead of you, but it's also how you bounce back from them. So it's not just about endurance, it's also about recharging your batteries. Indeed, I think that's really important. Um, Abdi, how are you doing now at the moment? How are you recharging those batteries? How are you having time to recover and rest? In our culture, I would, I would say the Somalia culture is actually, I would say that's a possibility to, to rest. And for example, people, when they wake up in the morning early, 5.30, usually they wake up uh, at that time and um, and go for work if they if they are working. Of course, everybody has needs something to do. But uh, in the middle, there is a there is a siesta, I would say, in, you know, this, you have heard the Spanish uh, word siesta, which means that in the middle of the day, like uh, 
one o'clock, people go for, for sleep for 15 or half an hour and something like that. So there is a, a rest element in our culture or in Somaliland culture, or I would say in Somali general culture. People rest and um, in, the, in the evenings, they, they even go back to work and you can feel the energy and optimism and uh, you know, happiness after that small rest. So, but the, the current situation, people are, of course, already mainly in their homes and there is no schools or universities and there is no um, getting, uh, you know, gatherings in, in workplaces and, and uh, it's, it's a possibility to rest. So usually I'm at home and um, although I am working digitally, and active, but uh, but I also have that kind of uh, both in the middle of the day and uh, after I wake up, I continue working and so on. So I would summarize, there is that element of renewal during the day in our culture and I'm, I'm exercising that because there's the possibility in that case now. It, yeah. will, it might not uh, be possible in Helsinki, but yeah. And how does that, how does it help you? having that pause, that half-time moment? You know, you become a little bit clear-minded. Whenever you rest a bit more, my experience is that you understand things a little bit more. And you also become a little bit more relaxed in relation to others and, you know, having better communications and so on. So I think, in order to bounce back from challenges, one needs to rest. I agree. David, are you uh, on a siesta schedule these days? Uh, yes, I've just had one for a few minutes there. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, welcome so back. I yeah, I couldn't resist that. Um, so really interesting. Thanks for that, Abdi. So uh, you began by talking about community spirit and kindness in Somaliland people being... Um, looking out for each other and being patient with one another. You mentioned persistence and realism, hope and optimism, having a vision to work towards. But now I really hear the strong connection with resilience in the culture. It comes from also the getting the rhythm right, the rhythm of activity and rest and rhythm of activity and rest. And um, certainly from this point, part of the world, maybe that's one thing, that we could learn a little bit more of. So sometimes you feel that when people here, when they're on, they're really on full stop. And, you know, it's, it's um, well, you said 5.30. That's a little bit early, even for Finland. But, you know, so, so like 7 till 5 every day, boom, 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 boom. And then you don't have any time for yourself, for your family. Nick, I know you're very interested in um, culture and cultural differences. What did you hear there? from that part of, of uh, Abdi's description around the, the culture in Somaliland. Yeah, there was a, a strong emphasis on, on culture and collaboration. That's, that's what, I, what I heard. And um, when you think about resilience, you know, I, I recall um, reading, reading um, Angela Duckworth's book uh, entitled Grit. And she talked about two things, passion and persistence. Passion and persistence, trumping, you know, IQ, intelligence levels, um, and this idea that 
you need to have stamina really you need to have the energy to to stick to these 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 important goals and i think it's through collaboration um and and social interaction that that helps us to to succeed so that's what i heard from a from a kind of cross-cultural angle um so abdi what do you think is that um, a good description of people in somaliland do you have that strong community spirit and helping each other yes there is there is that um quality and that, that's actually a very well-known uh, i would say culture in in somaliland people help each other and, and um, in difficult times and, and normal times and i think that help help, help uh, people uh, you know live and continue uh, working and uh, surviving in the difficult times uh, they face and especially in the current situation where even even the uh, imports of, of food and other necessities are restricted people are sharing each other and uh, you know you don't see uh, a lot of negativities or worries or uh, you know that kind of thing last year and, and this current times are almost similar people are continuing working normally and living normally so yes i think the culture is helping how people live here hmm. so i also hear then to you you mentioned earlier patience resilience uh, patience um <laughs> patience persistence and realism and now you're also talking about hope and optimism and looking forward to the future i know that in somaliland there's a lot of things that need developing um, how do you see the current crisis could could help with that you know the, i know that things need developing in education and healthcare for example how how do you see that we can build a better future that's an excellent question um i have had a meeting with with uh, friends here in argesta yesterday and um we were discussing about the the uh, the good part of this uh, crisis that this coronavirus has created and because there is a wake-up wake call when it comes to the healthcare system, the education, um, where students cannot attend physical uh, classes. So, so we were discussing about the opportunity of, you know, renewal and, uh, you know, building uh, services that can withstand with uh, with the future challenge uh, similar to this so i think this is very relevant to every, every nation in the world but it's also very relevant here in in, in somaliland because the nation uh, of course the country is is under construction already and then you have this situation but it's also a good opportunity for them to reflect uh, what they have done so far and what they have now and uh, how they could survive in the future if something similar to this ha uh, happens. So a uh, very interesting conversation, Abdi. Thank you. What about you, Nick? What's uh, been interesting for you today? The uh, interesting part for me is always the cross-cultural angle. 
which um, which Abdi has has shone a light on. Yeah, there's something about that recovery, that rest and recovery zone that we're not very good at. I I, I sense I'm generalising massively, of course, but Northern Europeans were not very good at it. North Americans, maybe not very good at it um, in terms of how we pace our day and understand when are we at our best, when do we need to rest, and and what tasks should we be doing in those times. So uh, I think that's, that's really interesting. Um, Abdi, I promised, I promised a general knowledge quiz, not, not just for me, but for our, our listeners as well. Um, so question number one, are you, are you ready for this? Yeah, I'm ready. Go okay. For it. okay, what's the population of Somaliland? Wow. I, I think the, the last estimation is about 3.5 million, but I... I must say that I have to go back and check, but that's, that's my feeling now. All right, I'll give you that one. Second question, um, what's the capital of Somaliland? It's where I am now and it's called Hargeisa. Excellent. I, I would say correct, but I, obviously you know that. And David, any, any kind of questions from you? Any general knowledge quiz questions? Uh, yeah, well, just before we came on, Nabdi said that he was really happy with uh, spontaneity and randomness. So uh, to end, I'm going to randomly ask Abdi, what would you like to ask us? We've been throwing questions at you. What's your oh, question? Okay. <laughs> very good. Very good. Uh, you're asking me very good questions and about Somaliland uh, resilience and uh, its current situation and how, how we are dealing with uh, the, uh, the coronavirus uh, crisis. And... Um, uh, at the same token, I, I would like to hear um, how you are dealing or how Finland is, is dealing or how people are uh, coping with the crisis uh, we, we are, are all under. Well, um, thank you, Abdi. That's a great question. I, first of all, I mentioned the Finnish quality of Sisu which has been written about quite a lot recently. Um, so Sisu is about having sort of determination to endure and, and get through to the end and guts and uh, so forth. So I think that that strongly re re relates to resilience. And also I think that Finns um, do plan ahead very well. And there has been some level of disaster planning in Finland that has been more advanced than in other countries um, so I think that that as a nation um, Finland is is managing and um, at a personal level I've enjoyed the opportunity to spend a little bit more time at home and uh, reconnect with a few things that I've forgotten about like I've been doing a bit of baking recently um, so that's uh, that's a lovely question thank you so the, the, the concept, the Finnish concept of Sisu is, is now working for Finland. What do you think, Nick? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think so, I think. I think it's times like these when uh, I noticed talking to friends and family that we tend to, people seem to be reacting really well. Um, people are resting more which is something we spoke about today people are cooking more and spending more time on food and preparing food people are doing stuff that's more meaningful 
people are reading books that maybe they've thought about for many years and now's the time to, to pick up that book finally and read it. Now's the time to sort out that photo album. Now's the time to clean the garden up, for example, or do some um, DIY, do-it-yourself jobs around the home. So I think people are coping and showing resilience in simple ways, but really effective ways that, that give you a kind of a mental boost, tasks that you can tick off, that you can, act, you know, you can see progress on and complete them. And uh, I think that's giving people, I don't know, satisfaction, hope, something to do. That's, that's what I've seen. Thanks, Nick, and thanks, Abdi, for joining us today. Thank you, David, and thank you, Nick. And uh, it was very interesting to, to see you and to talk to you. And uh, hopefully we, we will have uh, the uh, possibilities and chances to, to meet face-to-face. Hey listener, it's Stefano here. Since you got until here, we think that you might like the podcast. It would mean so much if you could leave us a five-star review and share this with as many of your friends as possible. This will help us be discovered and spread the news. Can you just take five minutes and do that for us? Thank you.